Coming up on this week's Planet Japan, we'll find out why cops in Thailand really hate Hello Kitty. And we'll tell you about a cat that you wouldn't want to take a nap with. Stay tuned for episode 111, How to Enjoy Your New G-Pod. Direct from Okayama City in the heartland of Japan, it's yet another episode of Planet Japan with Amy and Doug. Join them as they guide you through the wacky and the whimsical, the weird and the wonderful, from everyone's favorite planet, from sea to shining sea. It's time for another exciting adventure. And now, here's Amy and Doug. True or false? Marilyn Monroe had six toes on her left foot, but one was surgically removed early in her career. Hmm. Two. No, I'm sorry. Oh. Ma. <laughs> no, it's a uh, popular misconception, an urban legend, if wow. you will. Really? Yeah. Uh, it turns out that... Uh, Marilyn Monroe, when she was only 19, had uh, some photographs taken. And um, 40 years later, somebody was looking at these photos and just happened to notice, oh, my God, she's got six toes on her left foot Mm. from these photographs that were taken 40 years previously. Turns out, uh, no, there is no real evidence that she had an extra digit on her left foot. Mm. A lot of people have looked at the photos, though, and they... uh, they think maybe it was just a, a matter of uh, shadow and light. Well, we could ask Joe DiMaggio. If he was uh, still among us, yeah, he would know probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Except we could go and commune with his spirit. I suppose. Or just Marilyn's direct. Yeah. So, uh, no, people can rest assured if they have been losing sleep over the fact that uh, she had an extra toe, that there is no real evidence of that. And we will publish the photos, though, just so people can take a look for themselves. Okay, well, I have a feeling that she could have had an extra toe, but maybe she donated it. To somebody who only had nine toes, perhaps. Exactly. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's this week's True or False. (laughs) And, of course, thanks to the fine folks over at Snopes.com for providing us with this week's answer. You know, Marilyn Monroe died um, 45 years ago, just a few days ago. It was the anniversary of her death. Now, you know, if Marilyn was alive today, she'd be 81 years old. Wow, it's probably a good thing she's not alive. I think she'd still be pretty hot, <laughs> even at 81, I suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, welcome everyone to episode 111 of Planet Japan. I'm Doug DeLong. And I'm Amy Moo Chavez. We're just so happy that people have uh, stopped whatever they're doing in their life to sit down with uh, a cold, uh, a tall cold one, and uh, stare at the computer and listen to Planet Japan. So I hear there's a lot of uh, partying going on over at uh, the Moo Bar. Well, yeah, everyone and their dog is coming out to the Moo Bar over Obon, including Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Wow. Right, they're touring Japan right now. This is the uh, Dalion performance, mm-hmm. and uh, all the performers are coming out. Wow, they're going to be out there doing, like, acrobatics on the beach and stuff? Well, we'll see what happens, you know, <laughs> if we get enough liquor into them, you know. You yeah, never know. Sure. Yeah. Swinging from the Moo Bar? That's right. That'd be cool. So, yeah, we're all excited to welcome them out, and mm-hmm. I uh, I think there will be a lot of mooing going along. Wow. I'm sure they're a very mooing crowd. Sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got... All kinds of uh, Planet Japan listeners and Japan Light readers coming out. Mm-hmm. Now, if a Bali Times reader comes out, <laughs> I'll be really great. be impressed. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
we have people camping on the beach, people staying on our yachts overnight. We've got just lots of things going on, including hair of the dog breakfasts at the Moo Bar. <laughs> yep. So it's Obon is our biggest time of the year. Yeah. And uh, it literally no one stops partying. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope you can uh, keep everything under control. I hope things don't get out of hand. Well, they, they best not. No. Yeah. No one's allowed to get out of hand. We don't want the beach cops, you know, showing up there. Well, that's right. The the beach cop. We have yeah. one cop on the <laughs> island, and, you know, he's really not usually bothered, so he would be pretty pissed off if he yeah. actually had to, to do his job. I suspect he's kind of the Barney Fife of Shiraishi. Yeah. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like that. So, Amy, you're a uh, vegetarian. Are you not? Well, I am 90% vegetarian. 90%? And 10% like, okay, if I have to eat it, yeah. I will. Okay. And that's because really in Japan it's hard to be vegetarian. Because? Well, because the Japanese don't really understand the concept of vegetarianism. Now, I mean, I'm not like a, a real vegetarian. I just um, don't like to eat cows, of course. I never eat cows. Oh. And I don't like to eat chickens either. I don't like to eat animals. And I just think that, you know, we do have choices in the world. Mm -hmm. And people don't, most people don't really think about it. They just eat whatever's put in front of them. And so I like to make a conscious choice of not eating the animals that I know and love, like all of the bovines in the world. So if you go into a Japanese restaurant and you say to the waitress, uh, excuse me, but is there any meat in this dish? Are you likely to get a straight answer? Um, yeah, but the thing is, is meat's in everything in Japan. Ah. So even like if something's called a vegetable sandwich, it'll have bacon on it. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah, so it can be tricky. Yeah. If you're a real vegetarian, you might uh, want to just, you know, stay home. Exactly. Skip <laughs> the country altogether. Um, if you eat fish, though, then there's no reason why you can't just eat fish, you know, three meals a day like the Japanese do, mm -hmm. like the, the real Japanese do. So a true vegetarian, is that a person that won't eat any dairy products or fish or chicken or anything related to animals? Well, the word vegetarian nowadays has so many different meanings. It depends on the person. But I think a vegan yeah. um, is someone who doesn't eat no, any products of animals. Okay. Yeah. So no eggs, no cheese, no milk? Like That's that? right. Wow. And No um, ice cream? Yeah. See, that oh would be tough for me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Especially that chocolate syrup, you know, because that comes from chocolate cows. There you go. Yeah. People are always kind of wondering about what the vegetarian scene is like in Japan. And so I'd like to assure people that um, all our cocktails at the Moo Bar are vegetarian. Oh, that's good. There's no meat in the uh, screwdrivers. That's right. Okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you love Hello Kitty, don't you? Hater. Oh, you hate her. That's right. I forgot. Mm -hmm. I knew it was one or the other. Mm -hmm. You either love her or you hate her. Well, this is true. And I hate her because my cat is much more beautiful, yet she doesn't get any recognition at all. Well, uh, Hello Kitty is uh, beloved by young women, especially in Japan. Uh, not just young women, old women, even guys have Hello Kitty stuff. Guys have Hello Kitty stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd have a question about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Turns out, though, that uh, policemen in Thailand really do not like Hello Kitty. Well, good. Yeah. But just for that fact, because they hate her so much, the... Uh, the higher-ups there in the, Thai, in the Bangkok Police Department have decided it would be the perfect punishment for a bad policeman, for a bad policeman who, for example, uh, parks in the wrong place or is late for work or beats the crap out of somebody. 
you know, that's a bad policeman. And if that happens, he's going to have to wear a Hello Kitty armband all day long. Armband? Not only that, it's pink. And well, of course. Yeah. It's Hello Kitty. It's got to be pink. And it's designed to, to subject the offending policeman to ridicule. Ooh. And you don't want to do that. Now, I wonder what Hello Kitty and her uh, makers have to say about this. This could be like uh, libel. Well, on the other hand, they're selling a lot of armbands, so they probably don't care. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. I, I guess you'd be allowed to use Hello Kitty however you'd like. You know, I once um, sent out New Year's, Hello Kitty New Year's cards. Ah. And because um, she does have like New Year's cards every year. Oh, of course. Yep. Yeah. And so I, I do in little mustaches and. And funny things on her face. You defaced Hello Kitty. Well, yeah, someone's got to. That's a you can't do. No that's face. against. That's, <laughs> that's against the law in Japan, I believe. Probably. Yeah. 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 You can't do that. No, it's, she's not that bad, actually. I mean, people do point out that she does do some good things. Um, it's just that she is the ultimate symbol of just this obsession and consumerism yeah. in Japan, and it's just taken to such extremes that it's like, oh, give me a break, you know. There are starving kittens that are homeless out there. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. So um, it's good to know, though, that they're keeping the policemen in Thailand in line in such a creative manner. Well, I wonder if it's going to work, though, because, well, I think they also mentioned that the policemen in Thailand were kind of big, burly, macho guys. Oh, sure. Well, yeah, in Japan, they're not at all. They're just like <laughs> little, you know, waifs. Hey, be careful. You don't want to get policemen pissed off at you. I wouldn't worry about it too much. <laughs> And um, if they were to wear the bands, they'd be like, oh, this is so cute. Well, that's possible. And everyone yeah. would be doing something wrong to be able to wear one. Yeah, well, you wouldn't want that. No. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, uh, yeah, Hello Kitty, I guess she's here to stay. Not really much you can do about it. Oh, she's breeding all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's international now. Yeah, it's getting she's... kind of uh, horrifying, actually. Well, <laughs> there you go. She's <laughs> yeah. probably the most famous kitty whore. How horrifying. hey, hey. hey. That wasn't very nice. Wow. I mean, come on. You called Hello Kitty a prostitute. Well, come on. How can there be all these other Hello Kitties that look exactly like her? And you know, she has no mouth, so that would limit her sexual capabilities right there. Well, yeah. Yeah, there mm -hmm. you go. Yeah. She just has extremely large litters. Speaking of cats, there's this cat in America who has uh, become famous lately as kind of the Grim Reaper. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of spooky. Yeah, that is. Yeah. You read about it's this, it's this cat in a in a nursing home, uh huh. And whenever somebody is about to die, he'll go up and curl up next to that person to as a, kind of a harbinger of death. Oh, well, maybe he's just accompanying their soul. That could be to the afterlife, and then he comes back down yeah. and gets into his body again. In case after case, this cat has proved to be accurate so much so that it was written up in the New England Journal of Medicine. Hmm. Do 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 do. That's kind of spooky. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I guess the cat either has insight or it's kind of a uh, clairvoyant cat. Could be, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, the uh, the staff there at the nursing home are, are actually saying that it's uh, kind of comforting to the families to know that they have this companionship in their final hours of their loved ones. Mm -hmm. Loved ones, on the other hand, the ones that are actually dying, <laughs> apparently are uh, not aware of the cat. If they were, they'd probably throw his ass out of the room, I suspect. For sure, yeah. 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 <laughs> huh. Somebody, though, noticed that um, a lot of these patients were, were, were being given heated blankets 
And some have suggested that the cat is only acting out of his own self-interest. Oh, nah, couldn't be that. Just enjoying the heated blanket. Uh, I mean, cats love heat, but come on, they wouldn't be that, you know, <laughs> uncaring. Uncaring, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we choose to believe that it, this cat really is connecting with the soul of the dying person. That's and, right. Yes. It has nothing to do with heated blankets. I wonder if this cat can predict other things as well. Perhaps who's going to win uh, a certain sporting event or how certain stocks are going to do. Well, yeah. Somebody should check this cat out. Right. And because the cat's only like two years old, right? Yeah, so he's got a long life in front of him. They should exploit him to the maximum. Boy, he's got a career. Oh, yeah. Mm. This is a hot cat. Yeah, a hitman could use her and send her out, and then she'd curl up next to the person they want to die, and the person would die. Well, I don't think the cat causes the person to die. It just well, predicts that the person is going to die. Well, isn't that good enough? It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Ah, uh, I mean, there's more to this story, I think, than meets, yeah, you know. Yeah, that could be. They probably yeah. do need to do more research Yeah. in this whole area of uh, cat premonitions, if you will. Good luck to our deadly cat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> May he enjoy a lot. I wonder if somebody, I wonder if a person will curl up next to the cat when the cat's ready to die. Yeah. That would be an uh, interesting development. So uh, I have a lovely uh, video iPod, as you know. Mm. Have you joined the iPod family yet? No, because I'm still on dial-up on the island. Oh, so indeed. there's no yeah. point getting an iPod if I can't download the stuff. You're stuck in the, in the previous century. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're hoping to change that to, you know, pretty soon, actually. Well, in Japan, you'll be happy to know this. In Japan, uh, somebody has invented something kind of like the iPod, except it's called the G-Pod. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I suspect it's called the G-Pod in reference to the G-Spot. And what's the G-Spot? Oh, it's a little spot that women just happen to enjoy. Ah. Yeah. That one. Now, here, this guy, this is a real thing because we never make anything up on this show. This guy has invented something called the G-Pod. And it's, it's like a vibrator, essentially. And this is a Japanese guy, right? It's a Japanese guy who has yeah. invented a vibrator for women that can be connected to an external device such as a, a music player or a TV or even a telephone, uh-huh. which cause vibrations, you see. Mm. So you can uh, entertain yourself, if you will, to uh, set to uh, your favorite music. Like, or you could put on Roy Orbison. There you go. And wow. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want Leia Sayre. <laughs> you could even, this is like the ultimate in phone sex, you could be talking to your boyfriend, his voice would actually be causing your G-Pod to vibrate, thereby, you know, whoopee. Can you imagine if your boyfriend mood? Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Well, yeah, it's the G-Pod. It's the, it's the latest thing in Japanese technology. Hey. Yeah. So if anyone right now has their G-Pod hooked up to the Planet Japan podcast. Oh, we could turn them on. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, I'm thinking maybe we should uh, buy a bunch of them wholesale and sell them to our listeners. Mm -hmm. Make a few bucks. Yeah. What do you think? The the mooing vibrator. I like it. It would be the perfect item for for this particular podcast. You know, we could even do... G podcasts. A G podcast. With just different sounds and stuff. We could and experiment. Moves and things yeah. that we think would feel good. And listeners could tell us what works best for them. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's an idea. And then we could like take, you know, the listener email and uh-huh. stuff and say, oh, that the moo is really good. <laughs> I like the Frisian moo better than the Belgian blue. Well, there you go. 
Mm. So uh, that's something that's something our our listeners can definitely look forward to. Give them a reason to tune in to Planet Japan. Well, you know, I think it must be time for Dick of the Week. What do you think? Dick of the Week. Yay. Hi. Everybody's favorite part of Planet Japan. And who is our Dick of the Week? Well, this week, for the first time, we've, uh, we've decided to be a little more literal in our awarding of the Dick of the Week honor. Oh. So our Dick of the Week this week is a Japanese fellow by the name of Tetsuya Furuichi. Actually, this is a little bit of a complicated story. So, so I hope everyone can... Can follow along. Right. Yeah. What happened is uh, this guy named James Bonomo uh-huh. works for the Mitsubishi company in uh, New York, New York City. And he was in China on a business trip okay. where he was having dinner with this uh, Furuichi fellow who happens to be his boss. All right. Who uh, I believe uh, works out of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a big business, Mitsubishi business meeting in, uh, in China, Beijing, mm-hmm. I believe. Okay, so they're at a restaurant, having fun, drinking, whatever. They get a little too drunk, and uh, his boss, Furichi-san, decides that he would like to, you know, have a picture of Mr. Bonomo's penis. Oh. <laughs> because he's heard that Italian-Americans have, you know, large penises. Mm. So uh, James Bonomo, for some unknown reason, goes, goes ahead and uh, goes along with this. So then at some point, uh, another guy that was with him went ahead and took a picture of his penis. And the next thing you know, everybody in the company is looking at his penis. Hmm. And at one point, his boss, Furichi-san, said his penis was like an Italian sausage. Oh. oh that's, well, it's not such a bad yeah, thing. Kind of complimentary, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Mr. Bonomo uh, is very upset He's saying that uh, he, um, he's not able to function within the company anymore because of all the humiliation. He's filed a lawsuit against Mitsubishi. But, you know, I'm thinking maybe next time Mr. Bonomo should uh, keep his sausage, you know, in his pants where it belongs. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, so much for private parts. Indeed. Yeah. Not very private anymore. <laughs> so that's it. This week's Dick of the Week, Tetsuya Furuichi of the Mitsubishi Corporation. All right. Yes, nicely yeah. done. Well done. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it time for cowtails? Sure, let's do a cowtail. That's for all those G-pods out there. <laughs> Cows have been in the news quite a bit lately. Recently, they were heroes in China. Because as many people probably know, there have been these terrible floods yeah. in Asia. And China's gotten just tons of typhoons and flooding. And there were these miners who got trapped in a mine. This was just a couple weeks ago. And they, it took them days to get them out. And one of the ways they kept them alive was by siphoning milk down to them. And it kept them alive. Mm-hmm. And then when they finally got them out, some of them were so weak that they could hardly walk or couldn't walk at all. But everyone survived because of the cows and their milk. Good thing they weren't vegans. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saved by the milk of a loving cow. Isn't that nice? I also heard another touching story about cows recently. And this has to do with the, uh, the cows that were, I guess, cows that were flooded out mm-hmm. in Asia. And um, one woman, because the, I guess the cows need fresh water, right, to live. So one woman called up a farmer and she offered her swimming pool <laughs> for the cows to drink. Oh, really? Isn't that touching? Yeah. Did they take her up on her offer? Well, I'm not really sure that the farmer could because maybe that water wasn't so good for them. 
Uh-huh. I'm not really sure why, but he didn't say whether he accepted it or not. He just said that that was a very nice offer. And that's this week's cowtail. So, Amy, uh, I guess you're not much of a uh, karaoke fan or karaoke, as we say in America. Actually, I'm not. No. Why is that? Because you have a terrible singing voice? Um, probably. <laughs> um, but more than that, I'm not a city dweller. Uh. And cows don't sing. Um, on the island, we don't have any uh, karaoke. Uh, we used to, apparently. Mm-hmm. They said there, there was a place. And actually, the postman, though, he did just build his own little karaoke studio. Oh, really? And I have been to that once. Oh, really? Once or twice, yeah. Indeed. So if I really get a yen to sing karaoke, yeah. I can go there. What about you? Do you sing karaoke? I have uh, occasionally uh, mm-hmm. entered into a karaoke box. Oh. Did you know, by the way, the karaoke box, which is the small private room for karaoke, mm-hmm. was invented by a okayaman? Yeah, that's what I've heard. It came from the original uh, boxcar on trains. A claim to fame. You know, you can still sing in a boxcar if you want to. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a place on uh, Route 2 in Kasaoka. A boxcar? It says, yeah, there are boxcars <laughs> along the side of the road, and they say karaoke on them, karaoke, uh-huh. and you can go and sing there. Oh, really? Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Well, it turns out that karaoke, uh, I guess, you know, is still very popular, but it really peaked uh, maybe 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and ever since has kind of been on the decline. But recently, a new phenomenon has emerged that is encouraging karaoke companies nationwide, and that is the phenomenon of hitokara. Mm-hmm. Hitokara, which means one person singing. Oh, serenading yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it used to be that uh, occasionally people would go into a karaoke box by themselves to sing. People thought that was kind of weird, mm-hmm. kind of creepy even. Oh. But these days, it's all the rage. Well, maybe it's because they were going into the karaoke boxes with their G-pods. That could be. Mm-hmm. Oh, I suspect uh, you never know what's going on in those boxes. No wonder this is becoming <laughs> popular. <laughs> but a lot of karaoke companies are actually uh, running special campaigns, special discounts for Hitokara patrons. Wow. Well, it, I mean, I do know uh, people who have gone by themselves because what they do is they like to practice before they go ah, to the exactly. bar and then sing. Right. And you can just go to the bar and practice, but it costs a lot of money. So mm-hmm. it's a lot cheaper to go and just practice your songs in karaoke and then go. And, you know, when you go to the bar that night then, then you'll just blow everyone away. That's right. Ooh, You're perfect. he's good. Yeah. Wow. That is, uh, yeah, that is one of the reasons people like to do it. Another reason is that some people are just kind of too shy to sing in front of other people. You mean so they don't sing yeah. at all except by themselves in karaoke? I suspect. Oh, funny. Yeah. That reminds me of like, you know, little girls in America who buy those sets, you know, to pretend like they're, you know, rock Mm -hmm. stars and singers, you know, with microphones. And they're becoming, you know, Elvis and Mick Jagger and yeah. I was impressed when I went to sing karaoke how many, because I was kind of afraid it would only be Japanese songs. But there's a whole catalog full of English songs as well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you can have fun even if you don't know any Japanese. And what I love about those is that they're the English songs with the English words, but they always have a funny background playing. Well, the video usually has nothing to do nothing with the Nothing to song. do with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've got like two or three different videos they run behind all the songs. Yeah, it's Kinda so strange. funny. Yeah. Well, there you go. Good luck to all of our Hito Kata friends. Well, it's time to uh, get the heck out of here once again. We have enjoyed being listened to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget, of course, to check out uh, my brand-new blog at yesteryearmuseum.blogspot.com for fun stuff from the past. 
And if you'd like to see what uh, is happening at the Moo Bar over Obon, we uh, I publish photos every day, and that's at dailymoo with four O's dot blogspot dot com. And of course, all of the shows and all of the show notes are available at planetjapan.org. And one more thing, please tell your friends. All right. Yeah. If you want to send a message to us, and why wouldn't you really, just send it to planetjapan07 at gmail.com. I think that takes care of everything for this week. And I just wanted to send everyone a big moo. Okay. Moo. And we'll close the show tonight with some uh, very cool, some genuine Japanese reggae music from a couple of guys called Reggae Far East and a song called Cost Cut Japan. Brought to you by the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. So long, everyone. See you next time. <laughs>